All right, we are back. Uh, instant reaction podcast to Miami's embarrassing 45 to 21 loss to Duke. Um, don't really know what I want to say here in this um, instant reaction podcast because uh, still kind of processing where things are at. Um, you know, obviously we can get in the weeds about talking talking about what happened in the game you know i'd prefer to go a little bit big picture i think in this podcast and you know move things forward and where things are going um but just quick little reaction to the game flow i guess um you know miami started the game 7-0 lead looked like things were starting fast um looked like they were about to go up 10 or or 14-0 and uh you know, a, a turnover. The first turnover of the game happened um, with uh, Jalen Knighton uh, losing a fumble um, for the second consecutive home game. And from that point on, turnovers were an issue. Um, Miami's defense in the first half was put in terrible field position for the entire first two quarters. Um, Three, so Duke scored three on three drives in the first half, uh, 17 points in the first half. All three of those drives started uh, Miami's within Miami's 25-yard line. So overall, Miami's defense, you know, when they weren't starting in those bad field positions, Miami's defense played pretty well in the first half. Second half, defense played poor. Um, quite frank, frankly, they looked like a group that... I don't know if quit quit might be this a strong too strong but uh the effort maybe wasn't there in the fourth quarter on defense which was disappointing to see as duke totally broke miami's spirit going back to the first half um quarterback tyler van dyke fell on his shoulder um throwing shoulder uh mario cristobal did not have an update on his status immediately after the game Certainly doesn't look good. Wouldn't be surprising if he missed at least a few games, in my opinion. Uh, obviously, we'll hope for the best, but it does seem like, at least in the immediate future, that Miami's going to have to turn to some backup quarterbacks. Jake Garcia got in the game, um, provided a spark in the early portions of the second half, with Miami actually taking a lead. Uh, 21-17 with 13 minutes to go in the third quarter and from that point on it was disaster time as Duke scored what 28 unanswered points Miami was turnover city and you have an embarrassing loss so where did things go from here you know I, I think basically where we're at right now is everything that happens between now and the end of the season needs to be viewed through the lens of what does this mean for 2023? And I think what we're seeing here now is a growing pain situation of a new culture um, that's taking place at Miami with you know, a huge shift in culture. 
You could not have more opposite coaches um, in the way they run their programs from Manny Diaz to Mario Cristobal. From a accountability standpoint, from a physicality standpoint in terms of what they demand in practices, um, um, on and off the field with accountability too. And I think we're starting to see uh, we're going to see moving forward which players are here for this and which players are not. And look, this is just going to be part of the process. These players, a lot of these players, did not sign up to play for Mario Cristobal. And so I think from this point on, Mario Cristobal and this staff needs to figure out which players moving forward are we going to move forward with. Um who are we going to have back in 2023? We talk about the transfer portal um, primarily as a means of talent acquisition. It can also be a valuable tool to open up roster spots, be completely honest with players on your roster, and let them know you will help them find another situation elsewhere that they can help themselves in. So I think... Again, I think there's some growing pains going on here, obviously. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, they quit in the fourth quarter, but it did seem like they didn't want to play for Mario in the fourth quarter, which was tough to see. The, you know, particularly on defense is where this stuff shows with effort. And uh, the fourth quarter performance in the fourth quarter by the defense was quite alarming. Um, so moving forward, I think, you know, we talk about Tyler Van Dyke's injury situation. I think this provides an opportunity for the coaching staff to figure out who their quarterback of the future is going to be. I think Jake Garcia moving forward is going to get um, the opportunity to show what he can do as a starter. If he performs well enough, great, you're the guy. And if not, I think we're going to see some Jakari Brown uh, moving forward as well. And I think you just let the performance of, of both of those guys um, be the term determining factor of who's going to be the starting quarterback um, in year two of the Mario Cristobal era. Uh, I think Jake Garcia shows some flashes. And he is aggressive, which I, I do like, but at times uh, that aggressiveness uh, gets the best of him with some interceptions. Um, how does Jake do when he has a full week to prepare as a starter? I think that's something we got to see here next week against Virginia, assuming Tyler Van Dyke is going to be out. What does Jakari Brown look like as a passer? Um, I think that's something we need to figure out as well at some point during the Virginia game. So, um, yeah, again, I think the quarterback situation, the way it's playing out, it's got to be an eye towards next year. Um, you do want to win games this year, uh, but ultimately this year is now figuring out who's going to be in the fight moving forward for this Mario Cristobal regime. And if players aren't on, if players aren't on, aren't on board, then uh, you know, no harm, no foul. You you let them move on. But 
you know, you look up and down this roster, and uh, I think there are lots of hard conversations that need to be had or, you know, figuring out whether or not guys are are all in uh, with this situation. Um, I, I guess it's probably best if I refrain on, on opinions of players that should probably move on. Um, but I think we all see it, um, you know, whether it's a talent problem or it's a effort problem or it's just a inability to um, perform, you know, the routine plays, you know, a guy like Jalen Knight, and I've, I think I've said this before, I'm, I'm confused by him because he is definitely talented. He's definitely very fast, but he continues to make back-breaking errors with turnovers. Um, and, you know, that might be a situation where it's it's best to explore options elsewhere. Just a fresh start. Nothing wrong with a fresh start. And I'm not picking on Jalen. I think there's lots of guys like this on this roster. Um, I think it needs to be purged again. The Manny Diaz culture, the Manny Diaz program is significantly different than this Mario Cristobal culture and program. And I thought the transition, um, coming into the year, I thought the transition could have been smooth because, um, you know, I do think this coaching staff is legit. They know what they're doing. Um, but at the same time, I think we're, we're seeing the players having a hard time adjusting to the demands of this new Miami Hurricanes football program, whether that's from a physicality standpoint. You know, there's a lot of injuries going on, and some of them are just football injuries, like Tyler's injuries, a football injury. I'm not talking about that. But, like, you know, from week to week, it's definitely clear some guys are getting injured out at practice. Um, and yeah, it's just an overall more demanding program. So um, unfortunately, this is where we're at. Year one growing pains with a new coach. Miami is at three and four right now. And bowl eligibility, quite frankly, is in question. Um, if we're being honest... It is hard to find that third win to become bowl eligible. I think you can maybe convince yourself they can win two games, two more games, if the team plays up to its potential. Uh, but finding that third game is tough at this stage. So um, also, too, you know, in terms of the rest of this season needs to be viewed through the lens of the future recruiting vitally important moving forward um mario cristobal has to keep this class together which i think they will for the most part i think these commits these guys currently locked in are going to stick to me the question though becomes what's the ceiling of this class moving forward if you are a five win team if you are a four win team how good of a recruiting class can you sign if that's your record at the end of the season I'm not doubting Mario Cristobal's recruiting abilities. He is a dynamic, fantastic recruiter, relentless recruiter. Um, but at the end of the day, in order to get the players you need to get, 
which are players Alabama's interested in, Ohio State's interested in, um, Georgia's interested in, etc., etc. Um, you have to be able to win those types of battles. And Mario Cristobal is not scared to wage those battles. Um, but if those programs I just named are in the college football playoff and you're a 4-8 and eight team, that makes your sell significantly tougher. So I will say, you know, I still think a top 10 class is, is, is on the table. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be a lot of work. And um, at the end of the day, stacking classes is the only way out of this um, cycle of mediocrity that we have endured, um, you know, watching this Miami Hurricanes football program now for 15 years or so. Um, so want to shout out the fans you know i feel for all the fans of miami hurricanes football you guys are troopers um quite frankly i'm amazed how much you guys can put up with all this mediocrity um for such a long time this of course predates mario cristobal it has nothing to do with mario cristobal and this regime um but you guys have stuck things out you guys were excited at the start of the year and i think rightfully so but unfortunately you know, once the games start playing, um, things can go sideways on you. And that is what we have here. So kind of rambling on here, as you can tell, don't really know what to say. Um, but yeah, stay locked on InsideTheU.com. We will have the latest updates surrounding the health status of Tyler Van Dyke once we learn that situation. And moving forward, you know, I think it might be time to, to play some of the younger guys, give them opportunities um, as we look towards the future, because that's what this season is now about. It's about the future. So um, hang in there. I'm trying. Till next time, take care.